0: it's time to explore what it means to live a good life how do we make this experience better and more importantly how do we lead the world to a better place hello and welcome back to the birthday celebration for this podcast to be honest it's taken me a lot longer to put this together than i thought it was part of it i think is the nature of the season this gap between what gap is it it's the, it's the start of the new year but it's kind of short week and, and lots of um, visitors and kind of things going on around the house and the family and last night was um, 12th night and that is always means King's Day King's Cake for us so we have lots of tr- rituals and traditions around King's Cake and exploring the idea of wisdom so it's been interesting to sit with that for the most of this morning anyway back to the birthday celebration and yesterday we had a couple of um, my business connections with Russell Douglas and Jeff Birch I want to now move on to a connection I made in early 2020, Lisa Barry from Lisa Barry Online. And she teaches people how to explore or create online content uh, to promote their business. um, I met her early 2020. She had taken her entire business online. She'd restructured her business so it was completely nomadic. And her and her family were planning to set off on a on a nomadic journey across europe for a couple of years and bear in mind the date here we're talking about 2020 and something happened in 2020 which totally completely changed her plans and the one thing about lisa and i is you need to know is that we fit together really well and when we start talking we don't stop so to try and contain lisa and myself talking together for a 10-minute little slot was something of a challenge. On this little short, you'll hear Lisa's realisation from the situation she was in and how she changed her plans. But you also hear more about her view on the world of content being being mission-led content and how this about, which is something that Russell touched on about authenticity. And Lisa is very much about authentic being authentic with your content and being courageous with it. So we'll explore that a little bit on this little little short here and and it's you it know, some great little tips for how to move forward with this in 2023. As a side note, the audio quality for this conversation wasn't great. I've tidied it up as best I can but it's still worth a listen welcome Lisa thank you for being here
1: thank you so much happy birthday
0: yeah, it's been a bit amazing that five bloody years <laughs> five years
1: <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me back for this very special birthday occasion it's very much appreciated oh. and yes you are right this last conversation we had was in uh, February I believe of 2020 yeah so we were packing up we got rid of all our furniture we were moving to a caravan for just a few weeks to which was going to be our base in the UK before we went off uh, traveling around Europe and something happened
0: yeah perhaps we then- best not talk about that too <laughs> yeah, much yeah. Really, a not go into that,
1: <laughs> but I think we all know that soon after that uh, traveling became impossible uh, now of course I could have we could have continued people are traveling now um but it was quite an interesting experience for me you know I planned my whole business and my life all based on this goal to go away and and Mm. to have this adventure and actually we ended up really quite homeless, like the the caravan site, people were telling us we had to go. And we were like, we've got nowhere to go. And it brought up these feelings of needing stability and, and the exact opposite of what the place I was in. I was wanting to run away from everything (laughs) and not have that stability. And so this life that I had been dreaming of and planning just actually wasn't, became no longer the life that I wanted. Mm. Um, And actually what I wanted was a home. Uh, somewhere that was because we have we've moved around quite a bit anyway um, and I wanted somewhere solid because so, you are planning to be
0: nomadic weren't you for a couple yeah, of years
1: yeah that was the plan and um that didn't <laughs> no, that didn't happen so now we are officially very uh grounded in Carmarthen uh, in West Wales um living in a very town location which again is very very different so so many things have happened that I think in life we just don't we we can make plans and we can make goals but all those are um some one of my friends said to me recently that goal she was reading a book I'm so sorry I can't remember what it was but this is a quote from her she goals are just decisions that you make they're just you just make decisions right okay that's what I'm going to do so I'll I'll take more decisions to go in that direction and sometimes you get there or you get close and you realize actually that's You'd like to make a different decision and go in a different direction, and I guess that's the excitement of life. And there are and...
0: signposts on the journey, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. And the journey continues whether you make the goal or not. Yes,
1: it? it does. Yes, it does.
0: So, what yes. did you end up doing? Obviously, because you packed your business up and turned your business into into something that was portable. Did you Did yeah. you carry on doing that?
1: yes. Yeah, so for the, um, I mean. We were in. Everybody was online. So yes. actually, initially, when lockdown happened, of course, I my job is to teach people how to write content, and suddenly there were a lot of people who wanted to write more content. So actually, my business did very well in 2020 as a result of everyone just being at home mm. and having. And I was doing a lot of it from a caravan. Uh, luckily, we had unlimited 4G, which we'd bought before we went <laughs> to case. And uh I, yeah, I just I just sat in this caravan in the middle of nowhere um in Powys. and um literally we were like the roads to us were like those single track roads, like mm. we were really in the middle of nowhere. Um but we had 40 internet because <laughs> you know better sometimes than in some of the places in Carmarthen. Um and, and I just ran my business from there for three months and then eventually we moved to a couple of places before we found this um and i just i just kept next step in it and try i think one of the big less i've been on a i've had a long journey since but my the, the big place that i've come to now is that as uh, my my business now is still essentially the same thing it's teaching people to write content mm-hmm. um but the difference between now and then is i'm uh braver in my messaging, I think I'm um more discerning about who I do and don't want to work with um and
0: thank you for thank you for choosing me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you're very welcome <laughs> as there's a lot of people i don't i'm like no <laughs> no I'm, you know a, a couple of years
0: older for the, for, the, for the benefit of my listeners i do interact quite a lot on on lisa's lisa's world and it's a very female entrepreneur dominated world so it is funny i i turn up as it the guy funny. there and, and i and i do get it a bit of stick based. i do get a bit of stick for being the guy in the room which is funny. <laughs>
1: <I> have, um, <laughs> In my actual community, I like just this couple of, of men that, um, bless them. We had one man who kept, we went and did a, 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 social event and one man came and we were okay. Oh, you're so brave. <laughs> like, you're so brave. Um, I don't, I don't market just to women at all. I think I used to years ago when I first started because I had very small babies. So I would go to the places where there were mums in business because I literally had tiny babies. Um, but somehow my messaging has always maybe I it's think it's to do with
0: the, the type of messaging you do and I yeah. think it's wonderful it's lovely yeah. I, I really thoroughly enjoy interacting with your group yeah
1: they're, they're a lovely bunch they of are eclectic people who happen to be a lot of women but they're nice they're the nice type so
0: <laughs> what you, what is your take on going forward on terms of the content world the social world or the business world where, where do you think we are because we are in the strangest of times so what are do you think what world. do you think is good what from your perspective and what you're observing what's going to be what do you what, all right really? the prediction for 2023 Yeah. <laughs> prediction for 2023
1: well I, I i think it's going to get messier yeah. i think it's going to get dirtier and i think it's going to get more um divisive and more mm. gross and i i watch a lot of uh content that analyzes um, the relationships and how we can try and beat fascism through our content and things like this. And, and the big thing that I really believe is that we, we, we need to stop having the conversations that lead us into dead ends. Like we need to have real conversations about real solutions and really moving forward. But if you take climate change, for an example, if you end up having if you end up down a rabbit hole of, with a climate denier, I mean, it's been a long time since I've done anything like that, but it's very, very easy because the the whole internet and and the it's all designed to suck people in. And I teach mission their content, which is about standing up for what you believe in. But that can be really hard when there's so much division. We have to do that in a way that is um, compassionate to ourselves as much as anything else, because it doesn't. None of that makes us feel good. None of get engaged in that makes us feel good. So I think it's going to be it's going to get worse before it gets better i would say i know that because as as 2023 goes on there's quite a lot of it's going to be a lot and 20 the next few years are going to be really uncomfortable in lots of ways for lots of people um and what we need to do as content creators sometimes we feel like we're adding to the noise but we need to be really clear about what our messaging is how we can help and a big thing that i'm going to be talking about this year is being on social but going local like let's take those let's use social media it's a tool that we have but we need to get out of that space and actually see real people as well and find that balance between the two and obviously for obvious reasons over the last couple of years people have been sucked more online but we mm-hmm. need to remember there's real people on the other end of it and there's content creators who have integrity honesty who want to be transparent who don't want to be an asshole. Um, then we need to really connect to what we want to say, blank everything else out for our <laughs> mental health and the mental health of everyone else um, and go out and really make a difference in our local communities as well and see, see. So and that's different agree. for everybody, that's different for all, you know, if you live in I don't know, the Shetland Islands in the middle of nowhere, that might be different to somebody who, like me, living in a town in Camarthen, it's easy to act. So that's, it's not a judgment, and it's not telling people what they should do, and lots, of, it's not, a, you know, some people can't physically get out for lots of different reasons, but it's recognising that we need to get more physically involved in what we can do to help, and use content to support that, not just say stuff, and feel like we've done something we have to kind of match the actions and the words together
0: the question for me at the moment i'm kind of thinking about it, is that yes i agree we've got to be chat we've got to be out there we've got to be voicing it you know saying what needs to be said but somehow we've got to bring everybody with us because yeah. the point the con- what content teams to try and do from digital marketing hack is you try to be um uh, divisive on some level because that right you you use you, you, you kind of create a filter yeah. in the marketplace yeah
1: and and i actually it's really interesting uh, because i had a somebody come up to me and say to me um they were trying to sell me something about like something to do with content right and i said Have you actually looked at what I do? Um, And they say, well, your social media hasn't got, um, you know, you say that you're, I said, I'm very happy. I'm not looking for any extra support, but thanks. Well, I don't know why you're not looking for extra support because your social media hasn't got a lot of engagement. And I just, and it's this, and I looked at their profile and their profile was all these these um, polarizing statements Mm questions um stories that really do like the engagement was off the scale but half of it was people like having an argument that i'm not in i'm not interested in adding to that and so it's it is it is really about that discerning nature of actually i'm i'm going to show up with integrity with that sense of um hope and um, that sense of connecting just to the people i want to speak to and it's and actually by standing against all that other stuff then you it okay you might not get you might not go viral because you've created some um crazy argument about something or other but the people who need to hear will hear you and if you have that faith that you're talking to those people and you connect to those people then you're just so much you just feel better at the end of the day apart from anything else absolutely yeah so i do agree that bringing people along is an issue and that's why like choosing the right words knowing who you're talking to um, finding those i always saw like like if you're you're the content creator and your ideal client or who you're writing to who you want to read it you need to find those that like if you were like a venn diagram you need to find the connection between you like what have you got in common what is it that roots you, that grounds you? What are the mm. values that bring you together? And you find that sweet spot and you will attract the right people. Whether or not you go viral just doesn't matter. It's not the intention of why you're there, where some people want that, just external validation. And that doesn't pay the bills for a start. Um, as much as people seem to think it does, it doesn't.
0: No, no, you can't take a, a viral conversation to Tesco, that's for sure.
1: I mean that would be an interesting. <laughs> that, well that you would can, be, you could, but you are not going to you're not going to um, get wine. any
0: shopping by taking it to Tesco, that's <laughs> for sure. So look, I mean we're recording this before Christmas because it's going to be madness in the next couple of weeks so, so yeah, full disclosure, I'm not trying to pretend we're not uh, okay. But obviously, I, I know this this show goes out literally the day after your uh, your 24 um, hour writing oh, course. No, hold
1: on. Hold the call. Hold the phone. 12 hours, not Sorry. 24 hours. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do twenty. I thought you hours.
0: were going for a record. Lisa. Oh, no, 12
1: hours will be my record. Um, I don't know if this is I, I've no idea if anyone else. Has done. It was just an idea I had at three o'clock in the morning. So I'm going to be spending 12 hours um, on the third of January. Um, on with my Zoom room open for my clients to come and we're going to be writing together and I will be there. I don't expect anyone else to stay there for 12 hours, but I will be. Um and it's all going to be based around. Uh, I hope
0: you've scheduled in a bit a few food breaks and some pea breaks. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: I have said that there the <laughs> Zoom room will be open, but I won't necessarily be there all the time to answer questions or give feedback because sometimes I might be, you know, eating leftover mince pies or <laughs> whatever's going wrong. So, so, so... for
0: anyone's interested in finding out more about your, your, I mean, what this is your group that you're you're talking yes, about you're here the group what is it that you what is it you do for your group and how could so any of my listeners discover MLC more the academy yep
1: and the mission-led content academy so it is an online course that teaches you how to write better content for your business without being an asshole that's the line and then we have like so you've got the online course we have weekly events um, and then I do crazy things like 12 hour write a thons every now and again. <laughs> like, so, so be there for the next one. <laughs> and she does
0: monthly networking as well, which is great fun.
1: Yes. Yeah. And we, I also run, and that's free to everybody. So mm-hmm. that is mission led networking, which is absolutely free. And it is, it's is—it's just about bringing, and I do that with a lovely lady called Shona Jamieson. And we, yeah, we just bring, we bring, we have a topic last month. It was inclusion in our content. Um, uh, we've d- talked about sustainability in our business and that's that's what we just come and we have these conversations and i call it networking without the small talk because i'm not big on sort of hi what's your name where you from like I just want to dive into the deep stuff. And-
0: you do, and I think to remember it got quite literally jokey as well, which was quite fun last time I was there. And yeah, exactly. always- <laughs> think bodily fluids came up quite yeah. a lot.
1: <laughs> that, those conversations come up far too often. <laughs> I don't know what it is about conversations I have, but they do tend to. You've got to have a laugh at the same you time. I, think, I have, and you know, I thought I it was, absolute- serious I- it was stuff, absolutely serious
0: stuff. hilarious. You've got to have
1: fun. Gotta have well, look lisa
0: thank you so much for, for coming to say to do this with me and just to kind of acknowledge my five years it's
1: huge i say it again happy birthday it's a massive massive accomplishment i said to you before i started a podcast i got about four episodes in and got massively overwhelmed it is a huge thing to do and to keep it up for this long and to keep showing up it's it, I'm, i just think you should be incredibly proud of yourself genuinely
0: thank you thank you so much i have to say it's easier when you've got some fantastic guests like you and other people that are joining me today
1: yeah it does make a difference i'm not i'm not going to knock that and i'm not going to knock that you know i thank you for saying that but you still got to do the work
0: i have you've indeed. Still got to keep
1: showing up and and that that deserves acknowledgement
0: for sure thank you. Well, Lisa Barry, thank you so much. If you want to find out more about it, check out the website Lisa Barry Online and um, MLC. She's on all over social media because if she's not on all the social media. She's not doing her job properly, but <laughs> yeah, I know that's she's all exactly there. Exactly
1: right. Well, they say saying that when this goes out, I am having I am having the week off social media, so I'll be back on the ninth. So just
0: all right. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. <laughs> Take care. All the best. And that was Lisa Barry. So moving us on, I want to talk about leadership. Well, in actual fact, I want to talk about African leadership. I met Arthie Moore, now Dr. Arthur Moore, uh, in 2019. She was on, a, on um, she was in a coaching group that I was in, and I invited her to come and have a conversation with me for um, a virtual event. And we get on to virtual events uh, after this conversation. And Arthi has always been one someone that over delivers. She can talk. I mean, like all my guests can talk. That's why they're here. But Arthi really over delivers on everything that she does. This conversation touches on some of the opportunities that came out of the pandemic, particularly for Africa. It touched on women's issues and certainly on the issue of leadership and leadership qualities. Uh, One thing about Arcee is that she's very deep and the conversation is very deep. You have to listen quite intently to what she says because there is so much in it that it's easy to miss stuff. So, um, yeah, I hope you enjoy this conversation. And, you know, I got carried away. I had to cut us short because literally I I just fall into the well of the wealth of knowledge that she, she gives us. And so reconnecting with her was amazing. And this is the conversation with Dr. Arthur Moore. Yes, she got a doctorate since I last spoke to her in 2019. Arthie Moore. Well, I should I say Dr. Arthie Moore. You've changed a bit since I last spoke to you. <laughs> I,
2: I think the title has changed. <laughs> I've, I've become a little bit more uh, quieter, I think.
0: Oh, I don't. I can't imagine <laughs> Arthur Moore being quieter or having nothing to say about something. Well, thank you for coming on this birthday program with me. And uh, as I said, it's five years this podcast, and you were you came into the show in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to say a little bit more about Arthur, Arthur lives in South Africa, and uh, during that conversation, she was really big on African leadership, and, that, and it was, mm-hmm. we'll touch on that in a moment. The exciting part is in the last in the last four years, she's got married to a lovely man. I know Yanni's a lovely guy. And she's also, as I said, she's a doctor. So tell me what happened over those four years. What's been what's the, the big changes for you? Marriage, I guess. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think the big one is clarity. I mean, one of the things that we're always talking about is becoming more decisive. Mm. And so I reflected on the word and what it would mean to me. And clarity was in the direction that I was heading in and impact that I wanted to have. And I, I just found that the people reached out to me in different spheres of influence. And it was, it was a fascinating journey, actually, mm. because I was approached by Oxbridge in the UK. All right. So The doctorate is actually a specialist doctorate for the work that I've done over 25 years in leadership um, and specifically for African principles of leadership and diversity and inclusion. So that was a major, um, I think an incredible step for me Um, and and a huge humbling one too. I think that's why the quiet, not as boisterous because I've learned (laughs) now to take everything in stride differently.
0: i I also think there's this thing about quiet leadership isn't there so where you can be out there Mm. out there leadership but also there's that kind of quiet where you become the sage in the corner and people kind of go like people just because they just wait expecting you to come out with the pearls of wisdom because you become the sage
2: (laughs) and that's weird right because when i said i've become a lot more quiet it's in becoming more thoughtful in Mm. how i actually share advice and how I listen more carefully and, you know, just learning. I think the one thing that stood out for me in the last few years is to become more curious and more inquisitive. So you know how we always watch and we listen to mm. things that's, that talks into be curious about stuff and be open to learning. But, you know, having that doctorate opened up a very different world for me. And I realized there's so much more that I can learn from people and, you know, and, and contribute meaningfully because of it.
0: I know you're very big in the African women's movement. Do you want to say more about that?
2: Actually, yes. You know, I, I know and understand that within the African cultures, mm. women have always been what they call stalwarts, a foundation behind culture, tradition, I'm building a lot of in a
0: lot of, uh, a lot of uh, black co- communities yes. the women the women are the driving uh, well the, they are the kind of the ones that hold everybody to account you know you, you talk to a mm-hmm. you know you talk to a, a jamaican guy and the other, you know, his grandma he's frightened of his grandma yes <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, leadership through fear right but i think i think one of the brilliant things the aspects about it is that where they, where they have always been the foundational phases, they've been invisible mm. in where they've been uh, contributing to society. And I think where one of the things that really stands out is bringing those stories and those experiences into the visible realm of experience. So we always talk about the human experience. And I think that was the phenomenal part for me is delving into... African women in leadership in Africa, across the board, connecting and collaborating on a very different level. And I think that that's been another beautiful um change for me because it's it's challenging the conversations um and and the dialogue that's always about around gender-based violence and equality. And my thinking is it's not about seeking equality, it's about contributing by becoming more visible. And more humble in the way we share experiences, so people can grow together. Mm-hmm. So that was a big one for me.
0: Mm. It, it's it's difficult for me to kind of like to, to, to look at this because because from the Western, you know, I'm living Scotland as you know we know, and you know we've got enough trouble with our own politics in the UK and Scotland <laughs> to, to look at the world. So we don't really see what's happening or what's mm-hmm. changing in Africa because it just doesn't get reported, it doesn't get doesn't get seen. It's not it's not big news. No what's, what's changed in Africa in South Africa, particularly over the last five years?
2: In the last five years, the biggest thing, and you know, a lot of people will <laughs> maybe get upset by the statement that I'm about to make. But I believe that COVID was a gift in many areas. I don't appreciate the lives that was lost. Mm-hmm. But what it what brought it to us was an understanding and the visibility of the pain and suffering of humankind. It showed injustices in a big way. And the reason I say that is in our country alone, um things like rape, domestic violence, um all of the the inappropriate stuff that happens behind doors were now suddenly became visible because during that time, People were actually able to highlight stories and the reality of what was happening in communities across the across the board, all cultures. Nobody was untouched by this, and what was brilliant that came out of it was that even our government actually put close to a billion rand worth of funds to raise awareness and to put in infrastructure to help people in those areas that were experiencing gender-based violence or or things that happened in terms of domestic abuse, men and women being hurt and challenged, LGBTQI plus, people with disabilities all became highlighted in the last few years. And so when you think about it from that perspective, I uh, you know, out of adversity there always comes uh, out of it something that we can learn from and for me the lessons was highlighting the reality of the human experience mm-hmm. not uh, um not a motivational speech of we need to uplift each other as people we need to give a helping hand yes but how and why where are the challenges and what are the causes of issues in society so that for me was really relevant um and you know a lot of movements came out of this people started to network differently collaborations were more intentional and mm. leadership was starting to become, uh, to, was getting to the point where people were being held accountable. Um, mm. And and there's a different awareness with people actually now standing up and stepping up and saying, we don't appreciate the way you're leading us, but then they're also coming out with solutions. And I think that's the key.
0: Mm, it Sounds great. Sounds great. Mm. Wonderful. Wonderful. It's, well, and, and I think COVID was awful. For many many people and obviously people yeah. died but i also think like all these things it 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 brought something into focus i mean for me i i often said on my podcast that, that podcast that, that covid had given people an opportunity to really take stock of life mm-hmm. and where they were at because when you get told that your job is no longer relevant go home it's like uh but this was important last week yeah it's not important now go home and that's a that's a real kind of like you know oh right okay
2: well and i also found that you know some of the gifts that came out of this uh you know people always asked what 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 is my purpose Mm. i i don't understand what is my purpose and they started to question themselves Mm. and a lot of people found their gifts and their talents um, a lot more than they would have, been complacent, and there was nothing to actually shift their thinking. Um, you would notice that when people are under pressure, that is when the most incredible things happen. They well, they go two ways, they grow, don't
0: they? They, are, they either go into the bottle or into into, into other behaviour, or they yeah. grow, and that's yeah. the point. H- humanity, yeah. we all do that. We either exactly. grow or we don't, and it's a choice, but... Yeah. Uh, and. And the choice is not a wrong choice. Whatever choice you made, it just happens to be where you are at the time. We all have that choice. Yeah.
2: So the crumble and grow, I think, also showed us some rising stars in different areas. Um, it showed uh, innovation. Uh, I also noticed, you know, in the manufacturing IT technology industry, mm-hmm. people were forced to to then upgrade their thinking and and their understanding around uh, the use of technology more effectively. The hybrid working environment also just threw a span in the works for a lot of people who thought staying at home or working from home was a gift. And then they realized, no, it's not really a gift if I'm stuck with people who are my family that I didn't actually understand. And it's for the first time I'm meeting my own family, my own spouse, the reality of relationships, communication, um, all of that became more prevalent. And you know, if you think about it, corporate companies throw team building and communication programs at people, right? But now, when they're at home and you are across the screen with somebody, and you cannot actually connect with them on an emotional level, how do you build relationships? And I think that even thinking in that way, when I'm talking about innovation talk about how people started to become more innovative in building relationships more effectively from business to, to connecting and even at home with their own families. It was a real reality check for mm. people. Some survived it and some didn't. And I'm sorry for the people that didn't because nobody deserves to go through that. No. But I just feel that you know everything has got a lesson And if we can just stop long enough and and work out what was it that I needed to do differently or be better at, and then just upskill ourselves in that way. That's the gift we give to ourselves. Arthur, you
0: give me such a problem you do, Arthur, because you're so rich in your conversation and I don't want to stop talking (laughs) to you. But, you know, this is a short touch-in just for for the program. I'm going to have to come back to you in in 2023, and we're going to have to do something about leadership, I think. So, Arthur. You know, we are in a strange world at the moment. We have always been a strange world for quite a while. So, where do you see 2023? What is your thoughts about the coming year?
2: Oh, that's a beautiful question. And the word that came to me is being fearless. Mm. And when I defined it for myself, it was fearless in making better decisions, better choices, Mm. um, better collaborations more decisive in the people that I surround myself with um, and being fearless in preventing myself from falling into the trap of using social media in the wrong way mm. without the fear of offending people be offensive in setting strong boundaries. That's okay. what 2023 is going to be for me.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much for being part of the show with me all those years ago and for coming back and just, you know, just, just, just telling us where you're up to. Yeah. I, I, I really want to, I'm torn between holding this conversation longer, <laughs> but, but I think you and I need a lo- a longer conversation subject. So we will come back to you. So Dr. Arthur Moore, Absolutely. thank you so much for being thank with us.
2: Thank you. Me. And happy birthday. Yes. This thank is, you. Is, yes. Yes. Something to celebrate.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. if you'd like to find either of those two podcast guests on the show, do check out the website lifepassionandbusiness.com and just use the search bar in the top right-hand corner, put in Lisa or Arthie, and it will get you to those podcasts and uh, they're well worth a listen. So as I was saying before we went into the conversation with Arthie, uh, in 2020, the world obviously changed significantly for everybody with the pandemic hitting the UK and most of Europe and shutting the world down, of course. And I had an inspiration sometime in around the 4th of April, I think it was that year, to do a virtual event. And what was fascinating about that for me was that I'd already considered virtual events for the podcast. i been thinking about them in the, in the previous year, 2019. And I just happened to get an offer from some company for some virtual event software, which I'd bought in the December. And of course, rolling around to April, I now had this piece of software, which I could then use for free at the time, no cost as such, uh, to create a virtual, virtual event. So that year we did three virtual events. The first one was called Living Beyond the Change. You know, how naive was I to think that, you know, it would be a short change. And then Reasons and Results, which was like supposed to be coming out of the pandemic sometime in the middle of the year. And of course, we didn't really, did we? And then the final part of the year was more of a kind of touch towards spirituality. And that came about because um, my wife at the time was fascinated by this conversation. She kept pointing it out to me in in the podcast that people touch on this something greater than themselves but never really talk about it. And so that's why we decided to explore it under the guise of spirit duality and this idea that we walk with this duality about how we live in the world in the world of physicality, and yet most of us, or many of us, have some form of superstition, some form of faith, some form of belief in something greater than ourselves. And all of those events are still on the website at lifepassionandbusiness.com. You can access them all. Um, And at some stage over the next year, they will become available to members of the community, because we are going to create a community around this podcast. So let's say more about where we're going and, and how we're going to get there. The virtual event process to me really opened up my life as a presenter and, and a communicator. I so enjoyed that process of speaking to people on their subject over an extended period. I realised how rich that is, how much we can get, get from that, particularly when you get people talking on their subject, on their passion. We, we touch on it on the existing podcast, but there's no space for it outside of that. And so by moving the podcast into a more of an event-based project, I think that's where I'm going to get a more chance to play in this area. But as that part of that process is that we will create a community for it so that people can um, connect with these events. I want to create a community where people can network with each other, where we can explore ideas together and where... New ideas can come out of it because, I mean, Lisa touched on it in, in the back end of her little conversation about we need community, and she's talking about local community. And I agree, we do need local community, but we also need international community. We need to break down the barriers between everybody. And I, I, I admit, obviously, doing things face-to-face is better, but the, the the amount of impact that can be had in this medium and in the virtual event medium is enormous and so that's where we are heading Um, and i hope to be a little bit further forward on this than i am but i'm not going to beat myself up for it i'm perfectly happy how this how this pans out Um, the idea at the moment is to run a six week cycle but that may expand to eight weeks i don't know and i'm perfectly happy with either and the cycle will, will basically bring people together to talk about a particular subject over an extended period of time and then at the end of that time we will have a, an, an event style um, release of all of this work, all this material of which people can engage with. And we can bring people in to listen to these various various conversations and communicate and interact together in some kind of platform and I have a piece of software which allows us all to network together. So I'm really excited about where the, where we are heading. And if you caught my uh, my podcast last weekend about rituals, you know that I got the um, the card of play this year and I intend to fully be playing with all of this. Anyway, so that's where we are at the moment. So I'm going to leave this podcast here today because I think 40 minutes is is enough for a simple little bite-sized thing. This is part two of the birthday celebrations and it may even go to four parts, I think, because I'm trying to keep this into 40-minute chunks. So in our next program, we're going to cover some of the health and fitness goals and things that I did over the last five years, and we're bringing back some of those people in the in the areas of health fitness. We've got three more speakers left: one on food, meditation, and marathon running. Yes, I became a marathon runner in 2022, and who else could I bring back but Nikki Love, the lady that did 63 marathons in 63 days, and now has a new big goal to kick off for 2023. So that's it for now. If you've enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend. If you want to find out more about what's happening, make sure that you are subscribed so you get notifications when the next show drops. As always, thank you so much for your time and attention. I'll catch you next time. All the best.